0: You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts' code names are Luke. Ugh,
1: oh, you annoying asshole! You and your no breakfast eating drove me fucking. It drove me insane when we lived together. I would be. I would wake up and I'd be like, I'm fucking starving, and you're like, uh, uh you know, well, I don't know. We'll go and we'll go in like two hours, and like. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking die. I need to eat.
0: My. I thought I was a super athlete. Every time I ever did acid or any hallucinogens, we'd play football, throw the football around or something like that. And I had this utmost ridiculous, absurd confidence. Like I'm amazing, I can do anything. And I really believed it. I really did. Greetings and salutations. This is the Is its A Talk Show, Uncensored and Raw, coming at you hardcore. Me and my main man, Luke, are here this week, and we have a trepidatious guest who has agreed to join us here. This is uh, uncharted territory for you, Eric. You're my co-host on the longtime Cinema 9 podcast, which you guys, if you never listen to that, check out Cinema 9. We do movies all year long, but uh, this is a different realm. We do more than movies here, Eric.
2: I'm excited to talk about things other than uh, film, but I, I love the show. I'm so happy to be here. Are, 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 is any topic on the table here? Like, can I? Is this a free for all? Is this a no yeah.
1: judgment zone?
2: It is a. It is Tiny is Zeus 100% Lister,
1: no holds barred. Tiny
0: Zeus yes. Lister, no holds barred edition.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Remember that came out? I thought yeah. that was the biggest deal ever when it came yeah. out. Yeah. It's terrible.
2: It's a huge deal. Zeus's face is what, on the no? cover with his cross eyes, and nobody went to see it.
3: <laughs> that's putting him mild eh?
0: Yeah, Tiny Zeus Lister, who it. became famous as Debo, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know. You know who Debo oh, is. You can see you it right now. don't know who Tiny
1: Lister is. Take your... a life. Oh, come
0: on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tiny Lister will take you down. He'll mm-hmm. take you to the bone zone. The Watch piece. out. He's a Oh, that's right, he died. Oh, oh fuck. Definitely died before his time, oh, didn't he? He must have been yeah. like fifty-five, sixty. the bone
1: zone. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was definitely way too young to die, especially given the shape that he was in. But he—he he was just one of those large, large. It's people. It's people like that. My assumption is always like, oh, his heart couldn't <laughs> handle it. It's just too big. You know, it's <laughs> too much. That's putting him mass. Right? too much mass yep. in general. Too big. Just the heart's too big. Too big. Can't, can't live.
0: Yeah, the heart can't. Yeah. So well, he was born in 1958. So it looks like he was 50. Damn two. He's a good sport too. You know what I love about him?
1: He was such a good fucking sport. And I think (laughs) I I don't know what his deal was with the wrestling stuff, but I feel like at some point he had he must have had some kind of familiarity with how to do all that because Whoa I because he was he had the mask for it and I, I feel like he was a fucking wrestler or something, like on the circuit somewhere. I don't know. I don't know if there's any no, I'm just making shit up. I'm
0: completely. Well, I just to have his Wikipedia <laughs> but he pulled up for you. Yeah. Did he do anything like that? Lister attended Did... junior college in Long. Was he Beach. doing uh
1: just was he doing just uh finger painting, you know, at like some no, art school? Oh, he
0: recorded a fifty-two foot shot put record. He was a oh, shot okay. putter got oh. a scholarship to California State University of Los Angeles in nineteen eighty two. He was part of the NCAA Damn. Division II National Champion Shot Put Squad. Wow. He was the guy. Who would have thought? Knocked yes. that in. Pretty neat, huh? Yeah. So. Uh, then, he, then he went to the
1: actors' workshop and he became uh, <laughs> yeah. known known for what he did best. That's right. <laughs> yep.
2: He studied the Stanis- Stanislavski method while bending that bar. <laughs> yeah. Real sense
1: memory action there.
0: Well, clearly he He's, didn't give a fuck. I don't fucking care what he told you, okay? Yeah, no,
1: he never actually threw a shot, put. he just was such a good actor. It
0: just blew mm. everybody away. Yeah, method shot putting. It's a new thing. Well, yeah, Tiny's dead. Rest in power. Tiny, Zeus, Lister, you will be missed. Uh, Eric, you say you uh, enjoy the show. Uh, what are some oh, of your yeah. personal highlights of this <laughs> show? What do you enjoy you about the Is that. It Safe show? Because, Eric, you did email us a long time ago, and I know this bothered you when you wrote in about the tip Thing with tipping workers who maybe don't need tips. Would you that like really to, broke me up. You, this is your chance. Yeah, it's your that chance really broke me the up right now.
2: I just want to apologize to anybody that uh, <laughs> that uh, for some reason thought a listener uh, thought tipping wasn't a good idea. I, I'm a massive tipper. I leave 50. I was just thought, I just thought this uh, this questionnaire was out of control. Whoa. I just don't like the idea of someone looking at my face and saying, "Would you like to leave a tip?" It's really awkward. I don't like it. I'll leave one, but do I need you asking me?
0: For a tip. No, I don't like it. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's for people who don't think like you, who don't tip like you, I suppose. So you could just skip that. Like has anyone ever
1: said no, I'm good? Like then what happens? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's the it's the imperative. It's the fact that it's like the imperative has been inserted into this like very normal transaction that would have resulted in a great tip and it would have been no problem whatsoever. Like the thing about tipping is that there is this un there's definitely like an unwritten rule or at least something unspoken that's like, uh you don't mention it I don't mention it oh. I just tip oh. you and then it's awesome yeah. right yeah. Wow you trust. dude there's like trust I built sit into down the transaction I look at the menu
2: way. I order what I want off the menu you bring it to me it's sight unseen you don't even know if I have any money but it's it's an unspoken rule <laughs> yes, that I'm gonna not true. only pay for my meal but pass along some gratuity.
1: That is good. Let's let yes. him do it. No, it's yes. a win-win for me. Yeah, the trust the trust goes both ways. Yes, like yes, you no. you were literally feeding yeah. me, bringing me food and everything all night. I always tip your servers. You no clue if I've got a wallet. Any, I might not even have a service wallet. Any service-related industry,
2: just put that tip out there. But yeah, that's it. The air's cleared. I love the show. Uh, that's about it. I have no other highlights. You put me on the spot. I, after I said I love the show, I immediately have to back it up with examples, which I can't do. So what does that tell you?
0: That's fine. You don't have to do that. But we're glad to have you here, man.
1: Travis did that to me, too. And Mike's done that to me about Cinema 9. And it's like, all right. Uh, Yeah, I freeze up every
0: single time. I've got got nothing. Oh, between you and Eric on here, we should have a lot of hyperbole on today's show. I feel like we're (laughs) going to have a record for the most hyperbole in one episode. Because I think of you two, and you guys, you express your points strongly and clearly. You stand behind them and sometimes they get a little intense they get you know like wow that's going up another level so i can't wait to see what gets unloaded on this edition of the is it safe talk show make sure you email us is it safe pod at gmail.com and that's why i want to get the emails done right away so let's dive into it we actually have yeah. somebody that we know travis our friend from the cinema nine podcast so it's Ooh. becoming a very oh incestuous episode everybody's yeah. here our yeah. whole crew here we go travis i don't believe travis has ever emailed us this is his first email to the is it safe talk show so Robert applause thanks brett tally, tally ho yeah <laughs> his uh yeah tally it. ho i love it yeah. tally ho by the way oh, okay. uh, travis has a new show too it's about music from 93 mm-hmm. 94 albums from that period and i think he's got four episodes done so if you're into the uh, we know a lot of people that listen to this show you love music especially from the 90s and i strongly recommend checking out the music of what is it called like the music of 9394 i got to look it's up the called title 9394 that's it that's what it's oh. called oh oh great well that's that's a better title actually so check that out anywhere you can find podcasts. travis says wow dude oh, wow Matt. dude long time listener first time email writer <laughs> i wanted to first of all say that i love the show and i think that steve is a really strong addition when he is Absolutely. on all right there you go. You hear that, Steve? That's for you, buddy. Uh, that bit about self-help books being a form of self-colonization was brilliant. Wow. Hell yeah. Also, I believe this is the only podcast I listen to that has openly called for the public execution of someone. So, <laughs> <laughs> great job. Yeah, that had to be me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, who did you, who did you want? You Probably. want Bill Maher dead. That's mm-hmm. right, right? Well, yeah, well, he among Last others, week you said but- that. But last week you specifically said Bill Maher needs to die or have his balls chopped off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, dude. And there's even more. There's even more for that. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, that motherfucker. He needs. He is on his last fucking leg. I swear. I got. If I ever see him in public allegedly i had here a big problem with him
2: until i saw him on two episodes of murder she wrote as like some attorney shrew trying to be funny and i'm like this guy has no what? It, 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 i can't back up his
0: credentials here he's just ridiculous oh schmuck great hey, job <laughs>
1: yes. holy shit ridiculous schmuck bum 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 bum, bum yeah you've bum, been on a tear with
0: murder she wrote you how many seasons have you knocked out all 12 there's 12 seasons. I don't yeah. know if I would have guessed that, Luke. Would you have guessed Damn. that? many? When I was in Fuck California, no. I, would have I thought, even drove three would and, and a half five
2: hours five. to go to Mendocino, California, uh, away from where I was staying, just to visit the real Cabot Cove in beautiful northern California coast. <laughs> <laughs> I drove there for three and a half hours on winding Matterhorns, oh, uh, wow. nearly dying on every turn. Saw Jessica yes. J.B. Fletcher's house. Immediately turned around and almost crashed on the way home.
0: Oh. See, you don't get stories like that anywhere, folks. Okay, You get it right here on the Cinema 9 podcast, also known as the Is a Safe podcast, also known as the Palazzo podcast, also known as shows that I'm involved no, in. No, no.
4: Stop yeah, confusing Bill
2: everybody.
1: Asshole. Bill Mars is yeah. an Bill asshole? Marr, do your research before you make religious. Dude, he's do the worst research. kind of boomer. Yeah, he needs to be cut off uh, from the waste because he's, uh, he's the worst kind of boomer. He doesn't even have kids. He's a boomer with no kids.
0: So, why is that the worse? The one thing... No
1: kids? Because the one thing that boomers have that they can hold over everybody's fucking head is, like, how fucked up their stupid kids are. And they have intimate knowledge of it. This motherfucker just sitting on the outside, uh, living the fucking dream, quote-unquote, as Whoa. far as he's concerned, going to the Playboy Mansion, and then, uh, and, then, and then fucking lecturing people on how to live their lives. Great and job. Whether or not what telling everyone college is a fucking scam college is a scam <laughs> it's a scam no one should go he went to fucking cornell
2: well i mean is this like he that can have JD, that JD JD went to vance. cornell is this like that jd vance argument that He's if you don't have kids same. you don't have a physical stake on how the earth should be operated
1: oh wow <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah solid footing to be uh who's yeah, a, yeah, who's that's
0: jd a, vance eric i don't know who that is Bill elegy it's
1: jd vance yeah Bill elegy that fucking guy became a senator oh wow well, I didn't know the that. Who, the guy who wrote that fucking yeah, book. He yeah. grew up. He grew up poor. He went to fucking Harvard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of those dickheads that brings it up to fucking everybody. Shocking. Uh, he's Ivy League educated, uh, just dirtbag from like some <laughs> trailer park, and he is a raging Republican, and he thinks everybody else in the whole fucking world just pull themselves up by their bootstraps, and yada yada yada. You know the whole rest of the story. <laughs> there you go. Well, I didn't know much about J.D. Vance. That's a Vance. good yada yada, actually. That's a perfect yada yada. Uh, you know, like, that's solid. I haven't been able to use that in, like, regular conversation in a very long time. <laughs>
0: you have failed. I got to tell you, Eric, you just taught me something. I didn't know who J.D. Vance was, and I was heard. I never watched the movie, but Hillbilly Elegies on Netflix. Awful. Ron Howard, a little disappointing. You told me, I believe, a while ago. Terrible.
3: Yeah. That Luke smile of his.
0: Anyway, yeah, an right for,
1: for lack of a better word, I mean I guess the better word is just, you know, class exploitation, but this would be exploitation Uh that, that that movie is yeah, it's fucking gross. I couldn't even finish <laughs> it, man. It's it made me want to fucking puke. I I was almost ready to put my foot through my own TV, and I've only got one TV. So. Watching I Hollywood
2: superstars try mind. to dress down and look like, quote-unquote, regular people Ugh. will make you throw up in your fucking Cheerios. Oh.
0: Wow, Cheerios. Plenty Anybody close. still eat cereal oh regularly God. here? By the way, does anyone was, consistently you know what? eat cereal? I was thinking
2: about that today. I texted my brother. I haven't had a bowl of cereal in at least ten years. <laughs> yeah, right. That was a subject of a text. It yeah, really that, was. That took that, this morning. That took
3: that took time yep. out of
2: both of your. Yeah, days. I was that work supposed to be teaching my class? I said, kids, hold on a second.
3: Jeff, I haven't
0: had cereal in ten
2: years. How about you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you. It's not something that's ever stored in my pantries, and I don't eat breakfast anyway, so it's not part of the routine. But every five Ugh, years you or so,
1: annoying asshole, you and your no breakfast eating,
0: <laughs> you love breakfast, fucking, you gotta have it. It Drove
1: me insane when we lived together. Here it is. For so, now we're cooking. so many years, so many years. I would be, I would wake no up breakfast. and I'd be like, I'm fucking starving, and you're like, uh, uh, you know, well, I don't know, we'll go and we'll go in like two hours, and I'm like. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> I need to eat, uh, but I wanted to like go to breakfast together. That was that was, so that was sure. my cross to bear. Is like Fuck I wanted so. to go to breakfast together because I wanted it to be like a a thing yeah. that we did.
0: That's a thing. It's but, I've had breakfast but you with just, people. You just weren't it. hungry. <laughs> I don't eat breakfast <laughs> on the regular, but I do enjoy going to Coney Islands around here or local oh diners God. anywhere and having breakfast. It's a we did have breakfast in New York. Remember, we had some uh, bagels one morning. That did happen.
1: Well, so. bagel is a different thing. That's why I loved hanging out with you guys in Ann Arbor, because I had Jamie, and Jamie loves breakfast. So, like, Jamie, well, he if does. he woke up. If he well, woke up right, in time. Yeah, yeah. He does like to sleep, but when he's up, it's he It's a loves restaurant breakfast. worker. That's what they do. Yeah, you know? yeah. no, he, he loves a diner.
0: He loves a good he, diner. So he, <laughs> he and I would just
1: go get coffee and eggs.
0: He's always in the bone zone, the bone 24-7. Zone. So it's hard for him to be up early, but he does love breakfast. <laughs> Eric, I think every five years or so I get a cereal I get a hankering, Really? a cereal hankering. That's what I get. Really, and I hankering. just go to the store and I buy three boxes of cereal, which is insane because that stuff is so filling with all the brand and shit and a lot of that stuff. It fills you up. The fiber is ridiculous and I can never finish it. I don't know why I do it, but they all look good. How are you supposed to choose between all of these <laughs> colorful, fun characters, toys? I mean, all this fun shit going on in the cereal aisle. It's got to be the most entertaining aisle Of any grocery store period
2: (laughs) I I tell you it is definitely a top five aisles but I tell you I think it's a milk thing like I can't remember who told me this but like someone just mentioned out of the blue like you know we're the only creatures on earth that drink a different animal's milk and that (laughs) fucking creeped me out and I started thinking about it and I couldn't shake it I'm like yeah why why the fuck do we drink animals milk like the calcium thing you can throw out the window they've disproved that green peppers have more calcium than that so there's just no reason and it's fucking gross
1: well, well let's green hope it pepper, come to that. Green pepper slurry on my Fruit Loops, I'll tell you. That's some good shit.
0: That's healthy <laughs> All right, let me, stuff. Let me finish <laughs> Travis's email. Cereal, by the way. You guys email the show about cereals. Yep. <laughs> Is it safe? I keep seeing Eric's face and I keep thinking cinema nine. Is it safe pod at gmail.com? I right, just so see Eric's
1: g- face and I keep smiling. It's just, it's, it hey. like makes me so happy.
0: Aw, isn't that nice? That's putting it mild. eh? Isn't that sweet? Eric, you take pride in that. I mean, that's nice. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Eric, are you one of those guys who doesn't like compliments? Like, you're happy to get them, but you really don't want to, like...
1: Yeah, you just want to move move on. on. Let's move on. He (laughs) hates him. He's a a, uh, first-class filmmaker, and he hates compliments that Luke smile is you should see you should see the uh like paragraph long like uh compliments i send him and then the one sentence i get back <laughs> please stop texting me <laughs> uh, yeah please stop i'm glad uh, you brought this up by the way. lose my number
0: uh, eric? Lose my, who made a movie. <laughs> eric you made a movie last year can you tell people about your short nah. film you
2: made nah let's go to my youtube eric albert brandstrom and check it out you tell them yeah, what it's I'm called. Interested. Just
0: tell them what it's called.
2: Come on, it's called. It's called Serenade. It's uh, going to play at a festival in Southern California uh, next month. It is I'm kind of Hell excited yes. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing at wow. like a wow. horror renaissance festival, and I'm um, I can't go there, but I'm pretty excited about it. That's, that's amazing.
0: incredible. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. That's well, well, no, got to be.
1: Got to be in the show notes. Wow. Got to put that in the show notes. Wow, that's fantastic, Eric.
0: Very cool. I'm glad to hear that. All right, so. Anyways, check out Serenade on YouTube. It's I don't like scary or horror movies, but it was good. I admit that freely. It's twenty minutes, and you go in and you say, "Hey, Jesus what am I getting Christ. out of this twenty minutes?" You will get a of lot. Those people. Are you one of those people? You know, your opinion about everything is not the final say, Luke. I want you to make that. Clear. <laughs> wow. Uh, Let's get that on the well, radio. Right.
1: I think everybody's opinion is the final say in everything for for it's them. Last right? word. So.
0: What are your last word, freak? Uh, <laughs> all right, Travis. The last word Tiny Zeus Lister. In all honesty, I appreciate the banter and open exchange of ideas. Lastly, being that I know you guys personally, and you know that I have identified with the movie Reservoir Dogs, Quentin Tarantino, I wanted to state for the record that in case there has been any speculation on the subject, I am not the mysterious (laughs) Mr. Pink. Though I do enjoy his or her contributions to the show, keep up the great work. Travis.
1: Thank you Travis. He was he was my first uh, he was my first guess. Really? really? Yeah, the first email no. that came through I was like I was like, "Oh, it sounds like Travis." And then uh it's clearly the language. You no. Know, what's that? <laughs> it's clearly Aaron Worley. Great job. Wow. Is it clear is it clear? Yeah, it's, is that- it's so obvious.
0: I still want to think. I That's a good Honestly, one. Honestly, him, like him being
1: one. a truck driver with a meth, with a meth problem. No, okay, it true. does start. It is making sense <laughs> that Aaron would
0: do that. By the way, we just read uh, Travis's email. Travis, don't be mad that Eric's on the show before you because I know you were supposed to be on the show a long time ago and that all fell apart. We'll get you in here. I promise. That's a guarantee. <laughs> it didn't fall apart like permanently. <laughs> I know. It was months ago and life went on. It didn't fall apart permanently yeah it'll happen well we're two episodes away from number 100 folks very exciting and danny bennett checks in danny is you know danny bennett eric you listen to the show sure yeah. do you know where he lives royal oak <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not fair to you he lives in alaska he's our alaska okay. contingent right. danny right. says hello Is a safe talk show psilocybin psilocybin is seemingly becoming widely available I had a really great experience recently, and current advocacy would suggest we'll see its therapeutic availability sooner than later. Hell yeah, that's right. What What are your personal experiences and opinions on psilocybin, and (laughs) what kind of broader cultural impact could there be on the horizon (laughs) if its use continues to be more common? Later, squids! Danny Bennett. Thank you, Danny. Great to hear from you. Love your emails. Did you say Sybil Shepard? Sybil Shepard. was she- hot? But <laughs> this was so much more
1: widely Shepherd? available. <laughs> Moonlighting?
0: She's so widely available now. <clears throat> is well, she single? Uh, Eric, I don't think you've ever done that, right? Done psilocybin? Mushrooms. Yeah, he's saying psilocybin. I assume he's Shrooms. talking only about millis- psilocybin mushrooms. Hallucinogenic I, mushrooms.
2: Being on hallucinogenic material is a, an absolute terrifying nightmare to me i cannot imagine <laughs> seeing a reality distorted in any type of irregular way that was putting the a fucking bit. shit out of me <laughs> I, I believe One time you. i smoked I think... the joint and i saw a leprechaun tossing gold telling me that everything would be okay and that was the last time <laughs> i got nothing out of it there was no personal encounter with my own uh past history it was oh. just a fucking scary leprechaun and i vowed never to do it again
1: wow <laughs> I love the idea that like weed was going to be some gateway into uh you know the teleology of your your soul or something, but <laughs> it just makes me sleepy and makes me want to take naps.
0: Well, but, you know, uh, it is. I a, say it does have hallucinogenic properties. It does, depending on the weed you're. Weed getting. does, depending weed on the weed you're some... getting. Really, people go into psychosis weed, from then. weed. That what the has happened. It's not normal. It's not typical, but it does happen. Just saying,
1: dude. This this drives me nuts, then, about weed. If we can engineer the same goddamn thing can get out of mushrooms, and mushrooms are illegal, why are we not... Wh- where's the good weed?
0: Where's the, well, I'm sure there's amazing weed. I mean, we live in Michigan, mm. you, and I, Luke. Eric no longer lives in Michigan. He's a Hoosier. But there's weed hey, stores everywhere, so people are mastering it. You, you're not going to have the same... Let me be clear. If you take certain edibles, it's not going to be the same as taking mushrooms. Uh, it will just... It's just not, so I'm not trying to make that confusing claim. I'm just going to <sighs> say that there are hallucinogenic features to certain weed strains, depending on which one you smoke or eat or vape, or whatever the fuck you do. By the way, I said that last week I bought that vape for my brother. I really didn't know it would be twenty dollars. Eric, it's twenty dollars to buy like a vape. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was be a while, expensive? Yeah, I'm vape. I thought it was going to be cheap, like a pack of smokes, but it wasn't
2: no. No, that you gotta buy like cheap. the thing, and then it's like the charging whole, packs for it. Yeah, yeah. twenty
1: you know. bucks—that's nothing. Pack <laughs> of American spirits is thirteen dollars. It's yeah, an electronic device. Smart. You don't want to spend anything less than twenty dollars. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know go buy a five-dollar. You're gonna go buy a five-dollar thing that charges in the wall. Five like dollars. you're gonna you're gonna plug <laughs> oh it in no. and just like pray to God it doesn't have a short in it or something. Um. Come on,
0: dude. Yeah, doesn't that make sense, dude? 20
1: bucks I think is the bare minimum that you'd be you should spend on anything that plugs into a wall.
0: Look. Mushrooms. Also, oh, any Hooser. Hey. There you go. Oh, wow, that was one of the worst jokes you yeah. ever made. Check this out. Yeah, cuz
1: it was forced. Mad force. catchy
0: what's worse that song or jared i hate that so much <laughs> tough call huh? did anyone hate watch that the so new much doc i about can't him? not even by tell the way? You. i don't know why they made a doc about jared like, we don't need to know that he's a piece of shit we already know that subway oh well, no somebody made a documentary yeah, jared recently Fogle. yeah have you seen there's that jared
2: essence yeah there's a jared essence going on he's
1: coming back in a big way
0: <laughs> jared essence
1: a jared renaissance
0: <laughs> what yeah, fogal Renaissance he's going nowhere what fast. is happening there was a doc. I, he's I going seen nowhere fast. He went to prison. What is he doing? <laughs> is he getting out? No, he's not getting out. Somebody just made a doc about his gross his ass plight? pedophile ways. Yes, his pedophile Wait, no. plight.
1: Wait, why is there a renaissance then? He's. he's it's a.
0: That's a joke. Come on. Oh, How okay, did
1: okay, you okay, not Hot okay. doc? <clears throat> Netflix. Well, series I don't know. Everybody. Next. There's it's always huge. an apologist. There's always an apologist for every fucking creep out there.
0: Not with us three. Not. Not here.
1: No, 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 not us. I just thought, like, maybe there was a documentary of somebody defending him. That is not out, like, that is not beyond uh, comprehension. Luke, the bottom
2: line is Jared Fogle (laughs) lost a total of 60 pounds eating nothing but Subway 6-inch subs for a year. A year goes by like that. Look at Jared Fogle. He's been in
1: prison for the past 13 years. He's out. Did he put it all back on? Was it in prison? Did he get fat? That would be awesome. Like, I. Trust me. He got took. six inches. <laughs> just put it at that.
0: Hey! Oh.
1: Chomping those six. But yeah, he's still in jail. Turkeys.
0: I don't know who made the doc. Who gives a shit? I just know that there was a new documentary recently. I don't know where it is. Maybe if anyone has seen it, email the show. It's a safe pod at gmail.com. But back to Danny's overall content oh, yeah. here in his email psilocybin sure. mushrooms. Are decriminalized in Ann Arbor and Detroit in this area in Michigan. So hmm. you can have them and use them within the city limits huh. of Detroit and Ann Arbor, which is very exciting. For me. That is exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, For that's me, amazing. I, I didn't know that
1: that was true. Like he, oh well, man, he's way out ahead of me on this one. Yeah, it's totally
0: true. It really happened. I mean, this state is so jacked up. Michigan is a disaster in a lot of ways, but it Dumpster has legal. Fire. Legal betting, it has legal weed, and there's certain areas with legal shrooms. That's that's pretty cool. So Listen, just legalizing vices everywhere. <laughs> I don't I don't do any type of drugs, but
2: as far as I'm concerned, if you can replace any pharmaceutical with with something like weed or mushrooms or fucking cocaine and heroin, be my guest, man, because you watch fucking crime of the century and you will tear your fucking heart out at this industry. Oh, and you God. will totally support any type of self-medication that is not run through any type of fucking governmental pharmaceutical company. I mean, it's not a
0: You're right. You're absolutely right. Goddamn right, Eric. Hell yes. I have definitely done psilocybin mushrooms, Danny. The first time I ever did them, I believe, was at Central Michigan. I had done... Acid. Before I ever did mushroom, when I was 16, I took my first hit of acid. I went over to our friend Corey's in Fenton one night, and this guy was just hanging around. There was this guy. I don't know if either one of you ever encountered this dude, but our friend Corey, when he lived in Fenton in 1997-98, he had this friend called Joe who was super rich, and like we he had eight so. cars in a garage. Like this this kid was just like a rich kid, a true rich Joe. kid. Yeah, Joe. Okay. And. We went over there one night, me, Brandon, and Corey, and some others, and he just had a bunch of acid. He's like, hey, you want some acid? And I don't know what my thought process was, but I said, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. I wasn't afraid. I was excited, and it was a great time. But I never did mushrooms until I was at Central Michigan with you, Luke. In fact, I'm sure you were there that night the first time I ever did them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe I was.
1: Yeah, it was. We're trying to remember the details. Um,
0: <laughs> there's a lot to bleed together, so it's gonna be tough. It really is. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of lot of uh, different circumstances. L- yeah, different different evenings have bled together. Yeah, for sure. I believe. Boy, I wish was... I could have. I wish there would be like uh, the ultimate like AI version of this that like stitches together all like the awesome memories of your life that are like fucking insane. I'm ready. And it's like, tall. oh, hey, on on this day, uh, on this day, like. 12 years ago you and your friends were on mushrooms and this is what happened that would have been sweet
0: yeah all the memories on facebook when they like bring up a memory for you from 12 years ago it's always boring yeah. it's nothing in it's fucking super stupid. exciting no, yeah, like the real shit
1: yeah it's some bullshit you thought like was okay publicly to post <laughs>
3: <laughs> maybe this will refresh oh. your memory
2: dude that works both ways you could have like a you have like Kelly Clarkson song in the background while it's showing you like <laughs> my memories of like being in jail for my DUI oh. and uh getting caught masturbating and all this other shit. Like a beautiful portrait show. Beautiful slideshow with like a
1: pink song in the background.
2: What did you what did you have? A few drinks this morning? No? Or like, uh, like yeah. I think you
1: did, didn't you? Like Sarah McLaughlin just Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will remember yeah, you, you know, I'm crying yeah. in jail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Facebook memories. We bring you yeah, get, the most
1: masturbating
0: when you were like
1: fourteen, like you yep. know, uh your dad your dad finding like the uh very intricate drawings of naked ladies, uh sure, specifically sure. Erica Alaniac absolutely. from Under Siege, uh yeah, you know, tucked absolutely. under your mattress. Yeah, those those are the <laughs> Those are the ones you really want to—you really do want to remember those. Uh, You don't want anyone else to remember them. You want to remember them, though. You—you want to know they're part of your life. That's fair. They never—they never went anywhere. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, Check this out.
1: But you're snowed under with work. Do you
3: dream of a vacation at the bottom of the ocean? But you can't float the bill. Have you always wanted to climb the mountains of Mars? But now you're over the hill. Then come to Recall Incorporated, where you can buy the memory of your ideal vacation, cheaper, safer, and better than the real thing. So don't let life pass you by. Call Recall. Here it goes for the memory of a lifetime. Of a lifetime. <laughs> recall, recall,
1: recall.
0: Classic. Hell yes. Ah, oh, it's genius. God <laughs> damn, that's brilliant. Paul Verhoeven's commercials in those two movies alone, Total Recall yes. and Robocop. I mean, they're... Robocop.
1: You can, he does them in Starship, too, I think. I think he oh, yeah. Doesn't he have uh, yep. commercials in Starship? He does. Holy shit. They're
0: brilliant. Yeah, he's
1: they're really the good at it. They're the best commercials that. ever. He really has a handle over. on
0: American society. He really knows how to satire that shit up. He's got, a, he's up, got us parody. by the balls. He's got he us by the balls for
1: sure. Yeah. Well, he, watched he a lot He of money. us. Re-install. Yeah, <laughs> <about that>. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and it, and it wasn't hard when he was like, "I'm gonna make a Lenny Reifenstein movie," and everybody that works in Hollywood was like, "Oh, who's that? Go for it!" <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe that's that's such a great idea. But I recall those mushrooms I took with my friend Dave, and it hit me so hard. <laughs> we went to a party. You remember that guy's house, Luke? Because Luke and I were at Central together in '98. We used to go to this one, house, not Zerbicki's, but there was another place. Uh, Tony was like a friend of Ron, and we go over to, they had a condo. It was smaller. The parties weren't as big, but we went over there a lot. And me and Dave took mushrooms. It was probably a September evening in 98. And I remember so vividly (laughs) how (laughs) much it messed with my stomach. (laughs) We were laying in the alley behind the condo in the back because we couldn't get up because... The mushroom experience, the first-time experience was so powerful that it was, like, all centered in the heart of our guts, and it was pulling us to the ground. We couldn't get up. It was awful. (laughs) But after that super intensity kind of chilled a bit, and then the vibe flowed, it was amazing. And we we were – I thought I was a super athlete. Every time I ever did acid or any hallucinogens, we'd play football, throw the football around or something like that, and I had this utmost – Ridiculous, absurd confidence. Like I'm amazing. I can do anything, and I really believed it. I really did. It's, uh-huh. it was a good thing. Now, that's
1: a real hallucination, right there. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> you goddamn right, it is. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually definitely. confident. Whatever. I'm,
1: ha- I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I look good in this t-shirt. That's a real hallucination.
0: Yeah, that's a good call.
1: Like, my, my, but, my podcast I have, get more I, than fifty views. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But
0: yeah, you know, body dysmorphia. Think, what's that? Body dysmorphia. I don't think Danny's talking about using this shit for therapeutic reasons and uh, that's genius.
1: A, it's brilliant. It should be done. Oh yeah. That's it a It should be story. uh 100% no question should be done. Every experience I've had on uh, on mushrooms has been Uh, whether or not I've been annoying to others because I just fucking giggle and laugh like (laughs) uncontrollably. That's not annoying, it's legendary. Eric and Mike have both seen this to the point, yeah, uh, like where I'm like embarrassed, but uh, the next day, talking to the guy who uh, chopped him up for me and put him in some peanut butter and like uh, told me really how to dose, um, I was talking to him about it and was like, I have no anxiety. So, for the next, I have chronic anxiety, I have uh, panic attacks. I suffered from them uh, very intensely for a long time, didn't know what the hell I was dealing with. And I went almost two full months without having any symptoms of anxiety at all zero. And that's, that's a, just from doing mushrooms.
2: Amazing. Listen to me. Wow, that's uh, incredible. Yeah. yeah, I've been on Lexapro for over a year, there's no change. My doctor prescribed them before I no could change. even get the word anxiety out of my mouth. He's like 17 years old, has more pimples than that fucking garbage pail kid. And he wrote that prescription in record time.
0: He was ready to go. He was ready to dole that shit out, wasn't he?
1: Uh, so I might try these uh, they're silly just, They're just flying off his fucking desk. Like he's, you know, yeah, like he's got a desk on the back of I a sure steak truck going the down the freeway.
0: Uh, Look. This is more about microdosing, which is basically you take... And yes, that has a different thing. Completely different. We're not talking about getting blown out. I mentioned my first time doing mushrooms, but the therapeutic advantage of microdosing in daily, or maybe like once every three days, depending on how they have you regimented, it could change... It does change lives for depression, especially people with PTSD. And yes, anxiety, all these things, all these things that weigh people down and there's no really doesn't seem to be any way that they can get better besides trying to talk it out or take a pill and it does the job so i'm really really for this this is to me it's probably Mm. like my biggest it's gotta be a top three most important advocacy thing for me going forward in my life like it means a lot to me because i am finishing my counselor's master's degree so i'll be counseling i am i counsel people now i'm an intern i don't get paid I'm, I'm counseling. I just don't get paid right now. So
1: listen. The, any, I want my counselor to have been to have been in the places you've been.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of good experiences. I can help people. I want my yeah. counselor to have I hung
1: mean. out with Fenton Joe. Yeah, <laughs> 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 fentanyl Joe. If you hey, have all day,
0: fentanyl Joe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fentanyl Joe. Where did you come from, <laughs> Fentanyl <Yes>. Joe? <laughs>
1: Hey, if I'm if I'm betting my if I'm betting my whole life on it, I want my tour guide to know the back
0: streets.
4: Okay. <laughs> oh, shit,
0: that's, that's funny. That is really funny. But yes, I'm all for it. I hope that it gets more. It's probably be ten years. It might be less than ten years, but there's going to be more access to not just psilocybin, but all of these hallucinogenics, including MDMA. And others that have therapeutic value. I mean, ketamine is something. We have a friend. I won't say his name, but a friend of ours has been on ketamine for I think like four months now, and it has really helped improve his depression. He feels better. Mm-hmm. He truly does. That's a fact. Lock that in. Well,
1: Mike, I, I think I've got to say, like, I got to say something. I, I I hear the I hear the phrase all of the time, and kind of wondering like how committed you are to it. You know, the idea like, oh, just take a pill. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you're comparing two things and you're like, you could do this or just take a pill as if that's that's so negative. But I mean,
0: it's not negative. OK,
1: I mean, like pharmacology, I mean, there's got to be decent benefits to it. You know, like uh, I, what are you talking about specifically? I, well, I've got ADHD. I'm on right. chemicals for that. Mm-hmm. That works for me. It's uh, amazing.
0: Yeah, that's uh, a good thing. If it works, I, I have
1: d- been on I have been on different. Yes. Yes. Okay. So sometimes it doesn't work for you, right? Or like uh, you're on different, you're on Zoloft, you're on Lexapro, you're on a whole bunch of other things and you don't necessarily find the right mix or maybe it doesn't like work with your, um, you know, doesn't work with your brain. Mm -hmm. And so I guess what I'm getting at is like a lot of people just go like, oh, you could just take a pill and that's automatically negative. I just don't think it's automatically negative. I think there are a lot of pills out there that do a lot of good. Uh, I think there's just want to
0: fusion here with like Uh, opioids. Okay. You know, what opioids have been in the pill form there. Obviously, opioids are dangerous, but they still serve a purpose for a lot of people. So it's all about context, case by case basis. Certain pills Mm -hmm. have value for some and less for others. So there's no universals here for me. Eric, I don't know what you think. Well,
2: Tom Cruise assured me in his interview with Matt Lauer that there's no (laughs) need for any pharmaceuticals, it's all in our heads.
1: And Matt Lauer was like, uh, I don't understand why you're trying to control your brain with uh, chemicals when you can control it with a button. You can just close the door on your brain. He's being very
0: glib. You can fuck it whenever you want. Holy shit. That is, that's a great reference. I got to say, I hadn't thought about that in a while, but Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise, not only can he act, he knows everything. I've got to rewatch that. I rewatched that last week and my mind was fucking blown. (laughs) I mean, it's ridiculous, right? Oh, doesn't That's he good. shit on
1: uh, Brooke a Shields too? Weeks for the movie She's star, his go. relationship
3: with Katie oh. Holmes spawning a thousand a tabloid headlines. He came here to our studio on Thursday for a freewheeling Still discussion. In the first part of our interview, we <laughs> talked felt. about his new love and his new movie, as his fiance looked on. Aww. Anything at all interesting happening in your life these days? Yeah, you know, same old, same yeah? old. Same old. You know what? Same old. You know what? How are you handling this? <laughs> I mean, every magazine, him, dude, every shit. newspaper, every entertainment... <laughs> give me some
0: good shit here. Come on. I'm going to fast forward. Keep going. once we'll want see if you get pissed.
3: All that stuff, was, yeah, they'd it's, still it's write it. Much. They'd still talk about it. And, and the thing is is that I still feel that I always feel mm-hmm. I will talk about what I feel... What I want to talk about. Right. And I won't talk about what I don't want to talk about. And it just doesn't matter. It comes down to the movie, you know? And I also feel... Oh, God. Uh, Matt. I'm living my life and oh and god. and i feel he's babbling uh, what is he saying man i feel fortunate you know
0: oh my god katie holmes is looking at him from someone? across the room
1: who doesn't
3: have an interest you know scientology
1: fucking lunatic
3: scientology
2: here you you we go yeah. it's, like, it's funny about scientology then he gets you into be a christian drugs. Be a scientologist I'll
1: he
3: sounds like a lunatic before he says religion. anything
1: about scientology
3: it, and it is a religion because he's dealing with 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 this the spirit you know you as a spiritual being, Jesus and it's something that Christ. there's tools that that you have that I can actually that you apply to your life. Coming up, the mood changes a bit. You're going to see a fiery <laughs> time. <ton of laughs> All the mood <laughs> changes. And Great. Yeah. I know. Here we go. Oh, yeah. That uh, psychiatry is is a pseudoscience. But but she <laughs> said that this particular thing helped her feel better, Mad. whether it was the Mad. antidepressant yes. or going to a counselor. Or a This is exactly what we're talking about here. This is not enough. Yep. You have to understand this. Here we are today, where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses, of electric shocking people, mm-hmm. okay, against their will, <laughs> of drugging children with them not knowing the effects of these drugs. Do you know what Adderall is? Do you know Ritalin? Do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug? Do you understand Street. that? The difference is, no, this was no, Matt, not against criminal wow, law. I'm against asking you a question, <laughs> Matt. I'm asking you a question. I understand dude, there's no. abuse <laughs> of all of these things. Now, you see, here's the problem. You don't know the history of psychiatry. <laughs> I do. Yeah, Aren't there research. examples, and might not Brooke Shields be an example of someone who benefited from one of those drugs? Yeah. All it does is mask the problem, Matt. <laughs> and if oh. you understand the history of it, it masks the problem.
0: How do you respond to that, Luke? Maybe these pills and yeah. these. Substances okay. are just masking our issues. They're not helping us. Tom Cruise well, knows that. Also,
1: listen to him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I got to respond to that, other than to say, um, all right. Well, I got two options. I can uh, choose to. <laughs> I can choose to follow a guy who. Idolizes uh, fucking some (laughs) captain cosplaying fucking dipshit who loves, who's basically like the uh, maitre d at a Pirates of the Caribbean like (laughs) tour cruise. Or I could maybe go to somebody who has a real office and has like a degree on their wall. Mm -hmm. I got like those are two options. I don't think I need, I don't think anyone needs to like prove themselves to that fucking (laughs) insane, like that insane ass. Like he is. Uh, Still one of my favorite actors ever. Uh, No question. No question. Love him. But I love him because he's so fucking nuts. And he literally does sound insane before I ever heard of the Scientology shit. Like, he sounds fucking bananas. When he is talking about, oh, God, his endless fucking obsession of his little, like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> Little China doll fucking wife. Good God in yeah. heaven.
0: It makes me want to vomit. Oh, where is he? I'd like to look at him. Yeah. There well, you have it. Yeah, both you guys. You like Tom Cruise's movies, right, Eric? Of course. He's so. one of my favorite actors. Yeah. There it is. And this just goes back to the same goddamn repeatable discussion we've had before. The artist versus the art. <laughs>
1: nah, so. this is different. It's different. Oh, it is? Well, yeah, no, he's, he is evil. You're right. But you know what? I think... Uh, I think maybe we need to start broadening the way this the way this is. We gotta we gotta like broaden this aperture because we're talking about people like Woody Allen, uh, Polanski, right? Those are the two main two main ones. Come R. Ar- Kelly every fucking time. Ar- Michael well, Jackson. Okay. Well, I don't think anyone's I don't think anyone's like having a tough time not listening to an R. Kelly song. Oh, I think you maybe I think that
0: is a big mistake. I think you're just, is just it. Take a moment to think about okay, that. Not the oh, point.
1: Boy. Not the point. No. Not the point. If we broaden the aperture, though, and think about the fact that literally every movie that's made in this country is, like, literally a, a form of, like, the deepest exploitation you can imagine. God damn it. Uh, I think separating art from it just entertainment is, is automatically difficult, and I think that means uh, you don't get to be entertained. So... Uh, read books, but then, uh, you know what, maybe start looking at the fucking publishing industry and realizing how exploitative the publishing industry is as well. Who are they? they're They're all fucking terrible.
2: I'll tell you what the difference is between Tom Cruise and someone like Roman Polanski or Kevin Spacey or Woody Allen. Roman Polanski, Kevin Spacey, and Woody Allen are absolute predators of the highest nature, and they deny being that, okay? Whereas Tom Cruise... Is all in 100% on an organization that he claims helps people worldwide, but it actually hurts families, destroys relationships, and does nothing but cause pain throughout the world. That's it, period.
1: Unlike the Catholic Church.
0: <laughs> oh no, yeah, Maryland. There's another 600 cases brewing uh, over listen, there. Listen, so hey, blah, blah blah.
1: Exactly. I'm just throwing that out. Like, How uh, many has of Scientology are be? has Scientology ruined more lives than Catholicism?
0: Well, absolutely only because not. No, just because has it
1: ruined more lives than Protestantism? Absolutely not.
0: If we're talking from the inception of, you know, but it is a fucking a huge thing. head start.
1: It is oh, a yeah, disgusting yeah. and defunct and fucking stupid religion because it's oh, fake. Have and, you, and have, it have you ever? Well, read they're read all dietetics? fake, but it's of course. no way (laughs) okay there was a oh i read that shit yeah really it's 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 insane no i i got into like oh man i had to like i just was fascinated by it Mm -hmm. um so like uh it started with reading dianetics it started with like following all these like blogs and Mm -hmm. people who were trying to like uh you know out the um institution and then then it was like going clear when um Mm. uh lawrence um, uh What the fuck is this? Yeah, oh,
2: huh? Oh, I can't uh, remember the guy, but yeah, oh, I remember yeah, the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Larry Charles.
0: No, that's Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> well, he directed. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's Kirby yeah, Enthusiasm about, in Seinfeld, right? I'm thinking do, do, of, uh, do. Uh, what's it
1: I always draw a freaking blank. Yeah, who was that? Uh, he did. Um, motherfucker. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I, I have a Lawrence friend that married I have a friend that married his daughter, which is hilarious. Uh, I saw him on CBS one morning and I was like, oh, my God, that's Diego. He was sitting there hanging out with Lawrence Wright. Um, But I read that book way before I even knew that happened. But in any event, yeah, I got obsessed with it. And uh, it's fucking fucking wild. But, you know, it it is hard when you start comparing religions. I mean, obviously, the uh, ones that are more established feel more relevant they feel more significant they actually feel more real or actual or legitimate in general
4: it's hard to say
1: them hard to say it's hard to say i don't think you can throw stones when i don't think you can throw stones from one religion to another i just don't i don't understand which one is going to come out on top unless Unless we're talking about like um, Judaism and, um, you know, Islam.
0: Spread it on.
1: Shit. Mike, you know where I come down on that
0: one. I do. And I think it's very obvious that religion <laughs> is hell and you enjoy your spirituality, do what you want. But to debate if Scientology or Catholicism is harm more people is just. They're both very harmful. So just know that if you're out there, for some reason you've been fooled by your local perish or if somebody out there is taking advantage of you and you didn't realize you were being taken advantage of I'm so sorry if that ever happened to you because as I said there should be like endless sequels to Spotlight because it's happening all the time there should be another Spotlight Spotlight 5 this time we're in New Orleans like it's just gonna always <laughs> happen it's fucked up it's so fucked up but that's just the way it is Scientology yeah, is
1: like um, is like a, a very well regarded like car garage that does organ uh, transplants <laughs> <laughs> and Catholicism is like the hospital down the street.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Okay. Well, then I guess, you know what? That makes a little bit of sense. So Look, I wanted to mention that the thing that inspires me is making music. And recently, uh, Eric, you've done some tracks with our friend Aaron, who you mentioned earlier, right? That I heard your uh, NXS cover, because our friend oh, Aaron nice. does like these electronic covers. He redoes he re- songs with his own electronical spin on his computer, and then he recruits people like Eric to sing songs, sings the vocals on him. And you killed it on that NXS song, dude. It was really good. Did
2: you see the Mystify documentary on Michael Hutchins? Oh, yeah. fucking yes. awesome.
0: Yeah, I think we I definitely brought that up on Cinema Nine somewhere many years ago. But it was really, really good. If you've never seen it out there, folks, Mystify is outstanding. Really, really great doc about the tragedy that was, unfortunately, Michael Hutchinson's life from NXS. Very sad. But I did a he wanted me to do a song. He's like, he keeps bugging me about it, and I finally got motivated enough, and I did a song. And it's so much fun to make music, so much fun to create. You know, it just reminds me, why do I do things in my life that I'm <laughs> I'm not against whatsoever? I totally want to do it, and it brings me joy and pleasure, and it makes me appreciate things more when I do them, like make music, like record some tracks and share it with a friend. I don't understand why I don't want to do that more often. It's just strange that I, I don't, I'm not magnetized to it. It's, I don't get it. I don't understand why I'm like that, but it's a lot of fun. And I'm really glad I got to do one today with my friend Aaron. So I'm going to be part of the team now, Eric. It's going be fun. Whirly Okey,
2: I'm excited, man. It's been a lot <laughs> of laughs. Dude, speaking of music, uh, Luke, you brought up uh, Fred Durst. I understand you watched him recently on uh, Bill Mars <laughs> Club Random. I happened oh. to notice.
1: Happened to notice <laughs> he was on Club Random, and I was like,
2: "What is? You know, <laughs> you know, Fred what Fred
1: Durst is? What, why is anyone talking to Fred Durst? What is happening? This is the kind of asshole,
2: like." There's some people that, like, as soon as they come out, like, they're fucking terrible, and it's a joke. <laughs> but, like, after, like, 20 years, you kind of, like, warm up to them, and it gets kind of fun, and, you know, you uh, you, you forgive a lot of things. Like, Vanilla Ice is a fucking joke, but, like, nowadays, he's, like, fixing people's houses, doing good things. Probably a go. great guy. Yes. Red Durst yes.
1: has remained yeah. a total dipshit. And uh, I guess if I'm going to give them the – if I'm actually going to give them a real pass, it's uh, they are the biggest assholes when they were caught up in that fucking industry, which was literally (laughs) breaking them in half and stealing all of their fucking money and destroying them uh, psychologically, (laughs) like destroying every part of their fucking lives, like in general – Uh, capitalism is what destroyed these people and turned them into complete dickheads. When you see them on the outside, they're pretty much okay. They're pretty much okay, except he does go, it takes him about five minutes in that interview to start talking about UFOs, and that's (laughs) immediately when I stopped. I was like, I don't. Oh, God, I can't. Okay. I can't with the UFO stuff, man. If you're over 40, and you're concerned about UFOs, and you mean, like, space aliens? Oh, uh, there's dude, there's a padded room for you. Just like relax. Uh we'll put we'll put on NCIS. We'll let you fucking watch ancient Ancient Aliens on the History Channel and you Absolutely. just fucking yeah, kick back and never leave the room. Cause good God in heaven. Well,
0: speaking of aliens
1: if, holy shit. This
0: song, I assume
1: there are probably aliens out there, but good God, this conversation is this insane. guy right here. Yeah, here it is. Link, this here Tom,
0: yep. Tom delayed is an alien Tom freak DeLong. of Blink One Eighty Two. He loves aliens. Oh, I, I bet
1: absolutely. you! I bet you he and Fred Durst. I bet you they are part of the same. Absolutely. I bet you they're part of the same fucking organization. They gotta be.
0: I gotta say though, it's so hot here. Like it's hot in Michigan right now. It's eighty degrees the last two days on April twelfth and. I put this album on today in the car with the sun blasting, and it just took me all the way back right away to sure, summer '99, man, to the rot yeah, House. That's, that's it. Like, I hear this album, and it immediately takes me there. I'm in Dave's room upstairs with a five foot bong, and we're all acting like assholes. Wow. It was, this was a great album. And Blake Bitty is actually coming here next month. They're playing fucking Little Caesars. It's amazing that. <laughs> oh is that, that crazy? I mean, they played clutch, clutch Cargos. I saw the Clutch Cargos in '97 damn what that's because they're because tom DeLong's back. The alien is back no, uh, it's not a shithole but Clutch it's just, is nothing well, they he, a are they headlining
2: little caesar's arena they're headlining are they they're
0: straight up the headliners it's fucked. yeah it's just because little, they're back together because tom delong was out of the band for like five or six years and now he's back so it, like A Two is once more and i think a lot of people were clamoring for that i'm not gonna go pay to see it because i don't like those giant arena shows myself but yeah. I do still love *Liquidity* 2. I always will.
1: absolutely awful.
0: Yeah, I will always love. I League would League never League.
1: even bother. What is the fucking point? I guess the only the only show I would see like that would be like *A Rage Against the Machine*, which is like uh, uh, somehow the like somehow like the like dissonance between the band and the message and the venue matter. feels well. It feels like there's so much antagonism there that like maybe it's interesting. Uh, but <laughs> these guys have been these guys have been like like yogurt smoothied into uh, popular culture <laughs> into such right, a way that. that they can fill an entire goddamn arena because they are palatable. They are easy to listen to. But you know, when we were 16, you know, it was, uh, it was different.
2: Yeah. I never see a band in an arena. Have everyone. I watched that mini doc on the who stampede fucking blew my mind. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> that terrified you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Look, I think there's something about a giant show like that that was never my deal. I grew up on... We, you know, we went to St. Andrews Hall locally. These are small the clubs. shows are better. Yeah. They're always better. That's what I... That's became the norm for me growing up. So I never went to a big show until shit. I don't know. It was like 28, 29 when fucking my ex-stepdad got tickets from his company to go see Red Hot Chili Peppers at the Palace. And we went. Oh, Mars Volta was opening. Jesus but Christ. I'm That's like, this... Yuck. This is not my style. I'm, I'm Dude, used to like a Mars Volta 400-
1: opened opened for Red yeah. Hot Chili Peppers. That's were, real.
0: Back in 2007 ish, 2006 that or is, seven.
1: It just feels like a strange like combination. Travis
0: knows. Actually, Travis, I took Travis with me, and then my mom like lit up a joint and got kicked out or something. <laughs> Travis, do you remember this? Email. <laughs> 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 For real, this really happened. Oh. Email the show, Travis. Remind me, because it was something like that. Shut and then Marshall the was pissed, my ex-stepdad, who looks just like Gordy from ABC Warehouse, for those of you locally right. who know who that is. Guarantee <laughs> it. He was so pissed. And Guarantee it. What a dumb show to go to. Red Hot Chili Peppers with my mom, Travis, and my ex-stepdad, Gordy. At the palace. At the just fucking palace. Standing behind palace. like a giant pillar listening to under the bridge. <laughs> yep. Like this this is- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's fun. I like smaller shows. And I... The song I did today, actually, for Aaron, this song is awesome. It's called uh, Venus and Cancer by a band Jesus. known as Amusement Parks on Fire, which I think is a great band name. Amusement Parks on Fire is a cool band name. It's a little wordy, but if you've never heard that song... <laughs> yeah, it's lots strong, of it, syllables. Yeah, it's a fucking awesome song, so I'm glad... it's only a, three
1: words, so it's not that wordy, but there are a lot of syllables.
0: There are a lot of syllables, that's fair. Like, this is... Pablo <laughs> Island reference? I guess there's four words. <laughs> Boblo, Remember that Chubby Checker commercial from Lowe in the yeah. 80s? Come on, baby! <laughs> they show the boat? Yeah! Bob Lowe time is here! Lowe. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I gotta give Detroiters a lot of credit. I, Detroiters was an yeah, okay show, but they did... Eric, they took everything. They took all the local commercials that if we ever wanted to, like... Make some comedy out of it. Detroiters took them all. They took Diedrich Furs and everything.
2: They take on uh, Father and Son Lumber Company. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Me and Did my dog want you to go to Telegraph Road.
0: <laughs> everything. Shit. Yeah. I, I was I was amazed that that actually happened in reality. So that's cool. Detroiters, I love the show. It was short-lived. Not the not as funny as uh, I think you should leave, which is really funny. I think you should leave. Hilarious. Is Hilarious. Is Hilarious.
1: Fucking insane. <laughs> that Very is an insane person. Who just believes in himself one hundred percent? That is funny.
0: <laughs> That's the thing, though. God, I've never it. seen Did it outside of the feast, but I'm, so I'm sure it's still funny. Yeah. It's got to be funny because I I know we laugh more when we get together for the feast because we're all there and we're all you know blown. Yeah, but it's it was so funny. I just, I got to so believe funny. it's still hilarious.
1: I mean, even worse, like uh, I was laughing so hard I annoyed like probably half the house. And people were waking up like, dude, what the that. fuck, man? You were laughing so hard, I couldn't sleep. That's <laughs> 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 funny. <laughs> and so it's like four of us laughing on the couch and like ten other people that are like pissed off, yet oh. everybody thinks it's the most hilarious thing in the
0: world. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's true. So you
0: gotta love you gotta it's love a that. weird social dynamic, you're right, but you know I still love it. Hey, uh, listen!
1: You wake up early, you get to laugh your ass off. Everybody else that wants to sleep in, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, this show rules! I love doing this show. Um, you got to wrap it up here in a few minutes. Any final comments we didn't get to about stuff? And Luke, you were. Dude, I've been.
2: Oh, Eric, go ahead, please. Believe... I've been studying my Detroit history for like the past five days. When I knew I was coming <laughs> on the show, I thought we were going to be talking about like Mort Krim, uh, Bill Bonds. <laughs>
1: Ooh, covered, covered ad nauseum, brother. Oh, uh, give me some. good. Mike you is did the, the work. one. Mike, Mike and Scott and, uh, Mike and Matt you Lewis are- Matt covered Bill
2: Bonds at Drunk at Memories, being a dick, <laughs> not signing
1: autographs? Wait, that happened?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's confirmed. Oh, shit. <laughs> in Brighton? In Brighton? Yeah, Bill Bixby spotted at Memories, <laughs> wouldn't sign an autograph.
0: <laughs> Everyone! Fuck me! I never heard that.
2: Bill Bonds. Bill Bonds. Yeah, I oh, never sorry. heard that. Yeah. This is a place Holy shit. growing up That's at Heartland amazing. and Brighton where That's we grew confirmed.
0: up. It's called Memories. It was a dumpy bar. Memories. And Bill Bonds and Memories, wow!
2: Just, just total picture ironic name. Just Worst picture Memories. It's, you'll it's have basically a
1: bar off a service drive. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, you know, old twenty three.
2: Yeah, right old twenty three. Yeah. It's a bar off mm. a literally right across the street from the police station. Yeah. People rolling out Red- <laughs> every night, pissed drunk. DUIs, including Detroit's own Bill Bonds. That's right.
0: Hey, uh, let's hammered, go grab another always, one of DUIs. Always hammered. <laughs> just one more. Just ball. one. At one too many. At just one more, but that, that guy looked like he general. was
1: wearing a Bill Bonds costume at all times. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how fucking. That's how drunk what if you his went face to Party was. Party
2: City. What if we went to like Party <laughs> City and they have you know they got like wall of costumes? You got like Pennywise, Chucky, a like fucking uh. Bill Bonds, like the most expensive one. You got a like gray suit,
1: gray suit,
2: toupee, cost twelve hundred bucks. It cost him
1: twelve hundred yep. bucks. I got a five inch yeah, plus the, like, maker's yep. mark,
0: the bottle Alimony of Alimony checks. <laughs> I remember walking from Shenandoah. To I'm there. going method on this one. Yeah. I remember walking there getting chicken wings when oh, I was a shit. freshman in high school. We were at Shenandoah subdivision where Andrew Klopack used to live and Sonia. Of course. And we walked to memories. and got these shitty wings. It was 1995, and it was hot out, <laughs> and the place was a dump. But, man, those wings... They you know, that's
2: the last place I saw a cigarette machine, and I got a pack of cigarettes out of it. That was, oh, you know what? Was a long gone it's era. Eric, that's... I don't
0: know what I was thinking, but I, for some reason, I went to Vegas Back last. Like when month a fifteen-year-old can get cigarettes out of a bar. Hey, <laughs> yeah. that's still possible. We could make that happen, except it'll be vaping. Vegas. But the Eclair. Me and Eric. First time I went to Vegas, I went with Eric in 2011, and we had a yeah. lot of fun. We had some. I had some down moments. I learned a lot of lessons on that trip about responsibility. <laughs> And <laughs> gambling losses. I've come a sure. long way since then, but I mean, I'm not proud of this. But that we are at the Pepper Mill, which I love the Pepper Mill. That place is awesome.
4: Hell yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: But I was Eric. You were there. I was kind of bummed out when we were at the Pepper Mill. It was classic. Hey, all these things shall pass, man. It was a great fucking
2: time. And that a Claire was out of control. That was 2011. We went yes. to the Venetian. Mike mm-hmm. laid eyes. We walked into a bakery. Mike walks into this fucking bakery and looks at this eclair that's literally three feet wide. He just points <laughs> to it and says, that, 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 like a fucking three-year-old child. It looks so good. They hand it, it to him, and he great. just starts fucking eating it. It takes him like a half hour to eat it. Then he immediately goes to an oxygen bar.
0: Waste of money. Fucking oxygen yep. bar. God damn it. Yep. It was a funny picture, though, with like tubes in my nose. But <laughs> The thing I didn't remember, Eric, I thought, yeah. I thought smoking... Well, even in Vegas, that mm. casinos oh. got rid of smoking, but they didn't. When I went there last month, I was surprised no, how much I noticed it. No,
2: hell no. No, absolutely not. In fact, I was just walking down the street in my beautiful hometown of Griffith, Indiana, smoking the bars around here. I don't know if it's like it's coming back what? and like they're letting small businesses do their own thing or private businesses. Mm. But yeah, you can, there's signs on there that says smoking allowed. I'm like, fuck me.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh shit. That's a real bar. I guess I get, Honestly. I'd, I'd That's rather be a real bar, bar that allows it. No, for real. Not not just because I was, um, am, was, smoker, whatever. I guess you're never really not a smoker, but...
0: Thank you so much, um, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be
1: said. I, I, I worked at a bar in, in Brooklyn, and the guy that owned the place, at the end of the night, you locked the door, and I was uh, going to go out for a cigarette, and he goes, no, 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 smoking here. And it's... As soon as the... Uh, operating hours are over like it's a private facility like a private uh um, okay property or whatever so you can do whatever the fuck huh. you want on the uh, inside the golden and nugget was, and yeah and this whole thing was like uh he goes i don't want this pl- like i want this place to smell like a fucking bar like all the bars that i yeah, went right. to in my life every like crazy experience every awesome experience i had it was in a fucking smoke-filled room and it smelled like a real bar a, A place urinal of vice. not
2: going home tonight.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Urinal cakes. Yeah. Puke. He and sh- piss. <laughs> we should have been like, uh, we're gonna throw urinal cakes in there too. Uh, yeah, we're gonna piss on the floor. Can we just do that? Do we need to even use the restroom? Uh, but the yeah. But his <laughs> oh, his point. His point is right, man. Because uh, the association very of very vices. <laughs> I think they stoic. get all. I think they get all connected. And I'm I just. So why not have a few bars that allow it? What what Spoking the fuck? allowed? What's, piss on what's floor.
2: the fucking? You can see the sign right now. What is the downside?
0: <laughs> what's the downside? Oh, come on, it sucks, man. I, it, it did bother me this time. No, I've but never if, really if been... a bunch of people if a bunch of people that know that's happening
1: right. go in there. Yes. then who cares? If
0: that's a stated place of business, no, it's just a just that's a fair. Sign. I like it. It says yeah. No, that's fine. I'm done with that. You want to this do sign to has town, a big. There.
1: It has a big fucking Joe Camel hanging outside, and his fucking <laughs> face is hanging down like the big ball sack and dick that it is, and Drooping, it stroke-ridden yeah. camel face. And, and in order to get in there, in order to get in there, you have to like swat it on the nose, like that way, okay. like yeah, that way it like signals that you know what you're getting into. Yeah, go for it. I don't see why that's a Welcome problem. Welcome to hell. Okay. Listen, that's fine. man, we've been talking about libertarianism and shit. Like that's where my is, uh, libertarianism is. I think I love
0: it. people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. I agree. Just don't fucking Let's, hurt anyone. The Purge, else. the movie, twenty-four-seven. Let's do it. Lock it in. <laughs> actually never seen any of the purges. I've never seen one of them, but I do want to say oh, I have fuck, an interest we in it
1: talk about fucking boiler room Jesus Christ. I oh, watched that movie, right. and I think it is a legitimate fucking masterpiece, especially of the era. I think it spawned a whole new fucking subgenre. I think it's brilliant. I think the uh, the the fucking dialogue in it is absolutely like breakneck perfect. I really, I had a hard time hating on that movie. I tried hating on it and I thought it was fucking genius.
2: Yo, give me some of that nose candy. Yeah. Come on. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that shit is amazing. It's the uh, one of of the few movies that had the fucking like balls to say it. Wow, sorry.
0: Didn't we rip on it, Eric? Did we approve of it? Because we did it on cinema nine. I know we did an episode.
2: Yeah, we ultimately all thought that it held up. It's it's just a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it is. It is entertaining, and you know Ben Affleck is good in it, and his small bits, doing his Alec Baldwin, Glenn yeah. Geary, Glenn Ross yeah. thing. There's, I mean, you, Luke, you said it was like a definitive example of '90s filmmaking, and it's two thousand. Maybe that's true. What? Oh, that's right. We got caught up in this. Uh, I labeled it as 1999. For some reason, it was stuck in my brain when we did the show on Cinema Nine. It doesn't that matter. It was. Don't get caught up but, in that it's stupid. But I mean, it's it seems Decaded pretty somewhere. derivative still of other <laughs> business movies of other chop shop business movies like Long Gary and Wall Street. So it's it's a good movie, but I, I don't know if I'm going to go with you as far as you're taking sure. it. But
1: yeah, that's your opinion, man. It's your opinion, man. Well, we didn't have a chance to talk about it. I was I was trying to. Bring I know.
0: You. I'm so sorry. I, I feel yeah, bad. No, about it's okay. That.
1: It's all right, man. It's all right. Well, no, we'll, we'll bring it up uh, some other time. And we'll we'll talk about it. I definitely. Well, you guys already covered it on Cinema Nine, so you know. Yeah, check biting. out that episode. Not even. It's like episode we're not, one yeah.
0: twenty something. I think. Go back and look everybody, in the archives, folks. Everybody, check
1: out the episode, and then at some point, um, maybe we'll maybe we'll briefly go into it on uh, this pod.
0: Well, Eric, you know you're our guest today, and we always close the show with a song. Safe pod at gmail.com. I'd like to give you the honors to make the selection today, Eric. What would you like to close the show out with?
2: So for the final father-fucking-time. <laughs> uh, can you play, uh, pen, can you play uh, Penguin Prison, Don't Fuck With My Money?
1: <laughs> Penguin Prison? Yeah, Penguin Prison. Hell yeah. Is that this the, the band? Hilarious. This sounds amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah, you never heard Don't Fuck With My Money? It's hilarious. It's about this guy who get, he wants to get in a relationship. He's totally cool with it just don't fuck with his money
0: oh penguin prison has two hundred thirty-four thousand monthly listeners on spotify i've never heard of it at all wow we're getting real oh, luke we're getting exposed here to all kinds of new stuff
1: yeah no i'm i'm exposed to new stuff like every liter, like literally every time i talk to anybody about music because i
0: know jack well shit. yeah that is your experience i stick eric, with i you for being here. i got the song i found it we're gonna play it eric I love you, buddy. I'm so glad you did this. I thought you did a great job, Eric. I thought we had a good time here.
2: This one, all right. Love you, bro. I brother. feel pretty good about it. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: Uh, really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we love you, buddy. All right, we love you guys too, everybody. Be well. Here's Penguin Prison. Don't fuck my money.